Hi, and welcome to Moral High Ground. I'm your host, Shelby Lee Kyles. This is where we talk about what's morally right to you. Today, we're going to be talking about the reptilians and humans. And is it just a conspiracy theory? Is it a myth? Or does it have religious ties? So, with us today is our speaker, once again, Professor Leonard. Leonard. Yes. Number one, the reptilian existence is real. Is it now? Yes, definitely. There are beings from other worlds that are living within our system, in our planet, on our planet, and within our society. Where do they come from? They come from Mars, they come from other planets, uh, but basically Mars. Why Mars? Because the Martian environment is so similar to Earth that these things exist. The reptilian race is definitely here. I've seen them. They're exposed. They are real. The reptilian race came from another planet. How did you interact with them? How did you see them? Uh, because I was exposed through Area 51. You've been to Area 51? I've been to Area 51. What does Area 51 look Area like? Area 51 looks like uh, a jagged uh, place where they have buildings. In the, uh, in the middle of the desert, though, right? It's in the desert, yes. And I live there. Okay. Honest to God. You lived there. I lived there. How did you get access to live on Area 51? Because I moved there from Long Beach, California. Uh, and it's just it's right next to Long Beach, California. Hmm. So, what I did was, because I was curious about aliens and extraterrestrials and all these different things that that circle our world so i went ahead and i said f it and i started investigating on my own you did your own investigation on extraterrestrials of course i did what lead you what led you to join this investigation of yours because i was i was always interested in aliens and things like that since the 1960s. So, what I did was, I followed the clues, the leads, etc., to find out how I could find if this shit's true. So, once the evidence started to fall into place, I found out it's very, very true. So that led me, <laughs> that led me to where uh, Area 51 was. Now, when, okay, I'm, I'm listening to your story, I'm hearing your story. And so my question is, did you have interaction with the government itself? when you were at Area 51? Yes, they, they, they jammed me up. How did they jam you up? 
Once I started investigating uh, Area 51, I had to go out to the desert. And I moved to the desert. And I moved to, uh, if I can remember, and I don't quite remember, but uh, it, was, it was close to Area 51. So I was trying to see what I could see. And then the, the closer I got to the aerial base, the more questions I got asked. The police would pull me over and ask me things like, oh, why are we here? What are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, I'm just driving down the street. And then, the closer I got to Area 51, the more I was stunned, pulled over, and questioned. So I was like, you know what? Why are you questioning me? And, you know, then I started getting threatened. How did you get threatened by them? I will tell you. It's like, you're not welcome here, sir. It's dangerous here. And I'm like, why is it dangerous? What's going to hurt me? And because I don't give a fuck. So, <laughs> you know, so what's going to harm me? Are you going to harm me? I'm looking dead in the eye of police officers. These are police officers. And they're, they're wearing uh, blue suits and they're acting like, okay, listen, you are in a bad area and you can basically be destroyed. Now, I'm sorry to interrupt, I'm just questioning, you know this is an interview. So, my question is with this Area 51 thing, the cops hemmed you up, as you said, and they said you were in a dangerous area. But my question is going to be another conspiracy theory on top of a conspiracy theory because you said it was in Area 51. So my question is, have you had interactions with the men in black as well? <laughs> I'm not talking about Will Smith. No, this ain't no fucking movie. No, no, no. There is evidence of men in black. In, of course there is. So that is what I'm talking about, a cryptic conspiracy theory based off of an American legend that having to do with these alien things, involvement. These things are real. Let me tell you something. First off, they have control. Keep it together, sir. Ultra. Okay, carry on. They have control over Arizona and certain parts of Area 51 that most people don't know about. And when they do, go ahead and speak with you. And I'm going to try to say this in the best way that I possibly can. Okay. When they do go ahead and speak with you, they do it in a real aggressive way. How? 
like this. So they put a gun to your head and talked to you. Oh yeah. And they put hands on you. They grab you, they put you in the back of a police car, and they don't fuck around. Now, you said Arizona. Roswell, New Mexico is known as the fall site for the alien, uh, the three aliens that supposedly crashed their ship in Roswell. And they say the alien they, agenda is real. They say Area 51 is not too far from Roswell, New Mexico. So, how did Arizona become part of your investigation? Because they moved the spacecraft or spacecrafts, they moved two. Two. From Roswell, New Mexico, to Arizona. Now, where did the other ship come from? So you're saying two ships crashed. Watch this. In 1947. I'm telling you, all you have to do is listen. Trip this shit. <sighs> Don't get frustrated, sir. I'm well, here to I'm listen. Frustrated. I'm, I'm listening. Frustrated. My I'm audience sorry. is listening. Are you having a flashback? Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just trying to run through my memory about exactly where all uh, these alien aircraft came from because I know, I know, I know where they came from. I've spoken with these. Uh, some people call them demons because they're from another world. They're from another planet. They're from another existence. And these things are true. They're real. How do they speak? They don't, do they speak English? No. Are you crazy? Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> it's not the fact that I'm crazy. I'm trying to understand anybody that's confronting someone like so they speak African in a way it's not African but I, okay so I know it's not I'm understanding this but I'm trying to understand how were you able to comprehend what they were saying in their native tongues because they went into my brain Somehow, so my brain. and you were able to hear why they were talking. Well, they've made me hear. And what, so they're telepathic, and, and very telepathic, and with them being. And with them being telepathic, my next question is, what exactly did they say? What were you able to understand out of what they were saying? Not a problem. They said, you humans are destroying your planet. And you're not responsible or being responsible for what you're doing to destroy your planet. And we're trying to make you avoid what you are doing to your own world. So, classic, uh, how do you say it, destruction. 
you know. You're destroying your own world. And we don't want that because we use your world also. We come here through water. We are here also. But isn't there other water planets? Of course there are, but they're so far away. So when they uh, adjust from where they are then, and jump here to pick up water, then they, <coughs> they drop off <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> what what do they they, they 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 pick up water but they drop off nutrients so it's not like they're stealing something and not giving something back what are these nutrients are there minerals that they put on there minerals fibrins and things that uh, are are so tiny that they grow into other things so microscopic type of stuff. Yep. Basically. And where do we normal humans find these things, uh, and what do we call them? They grow. They grow in organisms around your planet. When they drop things off, they grow into your plants, your fibers. These are things that you eat. These are things that are. These are the things that are being. So, when they go ahead and subject the things and drop off things into your planet, it comes into your world to sustain you. So, okay, so pretty much it's like some trade agreement amongst Earth and these aliens that come from Mars or other places. And so their whole involvement on Earth is to preserve Earth and humanity within. They are preserving Earth. As a matter of fact, they kept you alive for so many years. These beings. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to laugh. You look so serious. Okay, I'm sorry. But, okay, go ahead, I apologize. The beings that I'm talking about are so... Hold on, sir. Hold on, sir. Sir? These things are serious. The beings that have been helping this planet have been doing things that most people are not aware of. Like what? Like keeping you alive. Unbeknownst to most people, the beings on this planet are not capable of keeping themselves alive because of their own self-destruction. Ignorance. Foolishness and the fact that they don't understand how to keep themselves alive. In what way? In the way that nuclear power, all the stupid shit that they do. Humans are self-destructive. Yes, very. So, 
you have to have a master power to come down and control you and keep you from destroying yourselves. How long have these aliens been involved with humanity? <laughs> forever! <laughs> so, forever since the beginning. We started this shit! Now you are putting yourself on the same playing field as these aliens that you claim to have found in Area 51. And now you're starting to get it. So, if you are one of these beings from this planet, these planets, the collective, then my question is, with the power and abilities that you may have, how come you are not on a playing field of of global domination or global, you know, sanctification. We don't need global domination. Your little planet doesn't mean shit to us. You just said it's very vital for you guys to get water from this planet. We already got it. <laughs> okay. Ask me the hardest question you can ask me. Well. I'm going to ask you um, Ask me the hardest <laughs> question you can ask me. And let's fucking dance. Well, I think we need to get a little... I want to step back a bit. I want to step back and I want to get back to the Area 51 stuff. And I want to understand a little bit more about... I understand that, you know, you're, you're making it clear now that you are a reptilian. Am I right? Number one, I'm not going to reveal anything about anything unless you're ready to observe and familiarize with things that all come to your eyes. Number one. How many alien species are combined with this journey? 36. And out of the 36 species, how many planets? Oh, hell, I don't know. So I'm still finding out these things. So if there's 36 species, would there be 36 planets? Or is some of the species come? 36 planets. Or is these planets created or amongst, you know, spread amongst? For instance, you could have two different types of species on the same planet. And, you know, they move on and meet other people from other planets. They, they jump from planet to planet. There are lots of species on this planet. How many species did you find in Area 51? Hmm. At least 23. At least that I know of. And now, is that out of the 28 known that's galaxies? Oh, I know 23 that I know of. Is now that's out of the 28 known galaxies? Oh, fuck, known galaxies. Okay. What are the things that the aliens... Did they give you a way to help preserve the Earth, or did they give you a message that you were supposed to relay to humanity? They hide everything. What is the message they gave you to relay to humanity? Who? The aliens that you encountered. Oh, oh, on the extraterrestrials? Yes. Well, number one, try to save your Earth. Your Earth is, you know, it's brittle. It's very brittle. And if you keep trying to destroy your Earth through 
nuclear bullshit and all the crap that you're doing on this planet, you're going to destroy yourself. Okay, besides nuclear power, what other forms of destruction does mankind make with their creations? And this is just, this is just to say, I'm a toddler and I don't know why the world is being destroyed and what is destroying it. So, please explain. Uh, fudge. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. I well, mean, I'm serious too. I'm asking these questions. Do you really want to know what's destroying mankind? No, what does the aliens represent? What does this what does the extraterrestrials think is destroying the planet is what I'm asking. <laughs> mankind. Besides just Duh. being mankind. Besides being mankind. Besides nuclear waste. Because the nuclear deterrence isn't a thing anymore. We have internet for that. It's spying uh, on a different level. Give so, me a real question. Well, you are answering most of the questions, but the thing about it is some of them I believe you are uh, deflecting for some reason. Dude, I'm not trying to. I'm trying to go ahead and direct any of my answers uh, uh, directly towards, you know, your mind. So, the question I asked you multiple times now is, what exactly, besides mankind, besides nuclear, what is the main thing the aliens are saying that is destroying the Earth? Mankind. <laughs> Your own being. So the there's humans. The humans. Okay, uh, but, 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 don't you get? But wait a minute. Uh, wait, a, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just hold on. Give me a second to say this now. Now, if this is the case, why would the aliens worry about preserving mankind or the Earth? Because you know what. When you see something beautiful that God created and he wants to preserve, he wants to preserve it. And if Earth is the way it is and other beings from other planets and other situations, you know, have been observing Earth for a very long time, see you in a desperate situation it's like we don't want you to fail now these things all fall into a fucking circular situation we don't want you to go ahead and fall down because you're so stupid that you want to go ahead and destroy yourselves do you understand any of this Yes, I comprehend quite well. But my next question is this. Out of these 23 species, but you said there was 36 originally. So out of these species, okay, what are the names of these species? Besides the reptilians, which we originally were talking about. So, you know, you're saying these species are all these names and 
What did you see? What a Okay, so what is the what is the image? What are these? What are the description? What is the descriptions of some of these beings? What do they look like? They look like monsters. I'm not laughing to be funny, but you just, okay. I'm not discrediting anything you're saying. It's just, I tend to believe. Some have eight arms. Some have eight legs. Some have monstrous mouths that can fucking grab your ass as some are gigantic and fucking can take you down like it ain't shit. Now, when you say gigantic, what do the gigantic ones look like? Gigantic like this fucking building. So, okay. And can fucking snatch you up and... Dude, you're just like... You're a, a pea compared to what they can fucking snatch you up at. Okay, but these giant beings, do they look like humans? No. Some of them are green. Some of them are... The more monstrous motherfuckers that I'm talking about, because I want to give you the worst of the worst, the most monstrous ones are green. Now, these green ones, are they more of a threat than any of the other ones? They look like dinosaurs. So... They look like dinosaurs. They have big fucking mouths and... They, they can run really fast and they can snap your ass up like it ain't shit. Now, did you see these aliens in Area 51? Yeah, of course I did. Now, these aliens that look like dinosaurs, do they have a purpose of trying to help humanity or destroy it? They only have one purpose for me. To tell you Exactly what the fuck I'm telling you. And so this is why you came to me with this scenario so you could tell uh, the world. Of course. Why else would I be here? Fuck, oh, dude. Okay, so oh, if they've been around since the beginning, my next question is this. Where is their... What do they believe their connection is with the universe? Do they believe there is a God that created everything? Do they believe there is a God? Do they, they believe they have souls? Do they serve God? I believe so. They say they believe God. They say they believe that they have souls. They believe that they're freaking here just like you are. And they believe that it is. So, if they believe they have souls, now this is just me saying this, if they believe they have souls and they believe there's a God that created them, which is... God is always a subject that yeah, God is a subject we talk about on this show. So the thing I want to know is this. God created man in his own image. He created man to be the most loved of all his creations. Now, with that being said, mankind can be quite arrogant and there is other creations besides man. But well, here's where I'm going with this. 
Are they trying to say that they are older than men in God's creation? They're very older than men, but they're not older than God. So No, no, no. So, like I said, God created man in his own image, and he made him the most loved creation. So that would mean those creations was made sometimes before, but you're saying they're not made of this earth. Hold on right there. God made mankind as his most loved creation. That's what I've been saying. Okay, now number one, when you understand that the most loved creation by our Father, our Heavenly Father, then you have to go ahead and contemplate that so okay, so whenever you're in, I'm not trying to interrupt, but go ahead. So they what now? Explain what you were saying. I'm sorry. As our Father God created us in His own image, these things totally wiped out everything that one human con concoct in his own mind. So now. When you go ahead and you go back to the beginning of everything, this is the beginning of everything. Okay, and... Life is like this. Our Father God <coughs> said, this is how things are going to be. And you can't change it. Do they believe in Christ? Christ. Which part? Our Father Christ. No, no, no. What I mean is the, the aliens believe in Jesus. What are you thinking? I'm just asking a question. Does what aliens, question do you have? Do aliens believe in Jesus Christ? Aliens are from Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ made aliens. They're part of our fucking system. In what? No bullshit. So is angels part of these aliens? Angels were made from God. What part? Everything <laughs> was made from God. I know this, so what I'm, you're missing what I'm saying here. I'm asking. So about, what do you think? You're not listening. I'm saying angels. Okay, are they considered part of these extraterrestrials, or are they still in a separate branch in a heaven that they have not seen beyond the stars? Okay, we're talking about separate entities. You're trying to separate, and this is what you're doing. What am I doing? You're trying to separate aliens from all other extraterrestrial beings. Now, you really can't consider angels to be extraterrestrial. You have to consider them What to are be you trying to do? You have to consider them to be celestial beings. Celestial being in a, in a heavenly form beyond the uh, stars. If you say so extraterrestrial. What does it matter? Well, I'm just, I'm just. What does it matter? Okay, so I'll just let you explain, but I'm just trying to understand and I'm trying to make sure my fans can understand or my audience can understand. What does it matter that it, it is, it's, a, it's a different universe? No, the, the beauty, the beauty, 
and please listen to me. The beauty of understanding the creation of mankind. Are you following me so far? Yes, I'm listening quite well. The beauty of the creation of mankind is the fact that we exist and we love one another. So what part don't you get? And it's, I'm not saying I don't get anything. I'm just trying to, like I said, once again, make sure that the understanding is being explained very well and people can comprehend what you're saying. Because this message that you said that's supposed to be given is supposed to be very important, not just for I mankind, but for the universe. Check this out. I love you. I love everyone on your message board. I love everyone that you're talking to. This is what I do. And this is where I'm from. I'm from a different fucking environment. I'm from a different uh, revelation. So in my world, I have a different style. I have a different capability love for you and anyone that is out there. How do we know that connections in humans that they have to these certain extraterrestrials? Well, some of us are extraterrestrial. But... Which ones? <laughs> like me. Besides that, now... Are you claiming to be extraterrestrial because you had interactions? <laughs> Are you claiming because you had interactions with these creatures? <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. The power of me repels you. Sir, once again, I'm trying to ask the question, and I need you to be quite candid. I'm trying to ask you a simple question. Which species on earth of humans, well, I shouldn't even say species, but what set of humans do you consider to be more alien than the next? Are you answering the questions or no? What question are you asking? What set of humans do you consider? What question are you asking? I'm asking you, you're not trying to hear me. What set of humans? are considered aliens to you. All humans are aliens. Number one. Then whose planet originally was this? You are not from this planet. Where am I from? Mars. Why would I be from Mars? Because that's where humanity came from. What gives you, where's the facts with this? Where do you think you're from? I'm from the last planet, Krypton, a shining jewel in a vast known dark galaxy. Where's Krypton? Krypton is in the cellar ground of another species. You were from Mars. Anyway, I just did that. I'm not that's trying to make fine. I'm not trying if to make that's what you believe. If that's what you believe, no, I'm that's earth fine with me. Listen, I'm earthbound. 
born and raised on the oh, well, you're here now. But the thing about it is this, okay? So go for it. Area 51 is where you first got involved with all this, is what you're saying. It doesn't matter to me. So Area 51 didn't matter to you. Area 51, you already know what it is. You already know what it does. You already know who we are. You already know how it works. Area 51 is so fucked up. You already know what the fuck's going on. So, my question, once again, now is a different one, and I'm going to make it plain and simple. These reptilian creatures are the dinosaur-type people you're talking about that are green, right? The reptilians are these dinosaur extraterrestrials, <laughs> right? You really want to know about reptilian. This is the whole purpose of you. The reptilian facts are... Number one, you have to come downstairs. Downstairs to where? And, and what? You've only been downstairs to three levels. You have to come downstairs to at least eight levels to realize what reptilian realization is. Now, when you say three levels, what are you talking about? You have to come down there. At least four levels of the reptilian uh, society. Where, we have our own society. Where? Underneath the earth. The, so the Minicore, the Minicore, and the Creamy Center, you're talking about the, the crust of the earth? And you're saying they have. Right we have below you. And yes, the crust of the earth. So you're talking about going down. Through the, the levels of the earth. So, Minicore, Minicore. All you have to do, yeah, right beneath the earth, right beneath, right beneath where we are, human. Trying to fucking deal with you. Shit! Sorry, I didn't mean for my questions to be. Uh, oh, you're being difficult. No, I'm just being an interviewer. The, the question is this. Number okay. one, you asked me a question. Yes. You asked me what? Is there a sun inside the earth? No. Is there a land in there? Like a valley? You are in land. No, but inside the earth, these reptilians. There's are. reptilians. Yes. So, do they live in darkness under the earth? What was your question again? Because that was bullshit. No, do they live in darkness under the earth? They don't live in darkness. They live... In their environment. Can you explain this environment to me? Is it like the journey of the center to the earth or the land of the lost? What is what is inside the earth that these reptilians live to? Or I can explain everything. Now, if they live in the earth, that doesn't make them extraterrestrial. That makes them interterrestrial, right? Number one. 
you have to put aside the bullshit in your mind. First off, I'm trying to be open-minded. Uh, that would be nice. No, I actually... <laughs> I'm pretty positive people could tell I'm trying to be open-minded. And, uh, that would be nice. Just carry on and explain this environment, please. Your environment, number one, doesn't fucking work. Your environment is a bullshit fucking experience that you think that you control, or at least is controlled by you. Right? Number two. In certain people's beliefs, you believe, or some people believe, that you can go ahead and control what the fuck's happening around here. That's not happening. Now, you know, some people are not as strong as they fucking believe they are. Okay, look, 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 look. I'm talking about the creatures, the beings you say live in the earth. I've asked you multiple times. Bees. Now, what do their environment look like inside the earth? What do you want to know, kid? I've just asked you once again for I don't know how many what times. Do you want to know what does the bees? environment look like inside the earth that these reptilians come from? Well, it's dark. I asked you that. Now, what else? It's dark. It's deep. And then the people, the beings that uh, operate, operate the systems that happen, uh, function, and make shit work around uh, this little environment. These things are very, very, very different. And then how they work, operate, how they fucking get pissed. You have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. Well. When they go off, they fucking go off. When they fucking go off, they go off. It's just different from human beings. Were you experimented on in Area 51? <laughs> this is something that has to be asked, especially with your character. Well, what do you want to ask? I just asked you, did they experiment on you in Area 51? Of course. And what did they do to you? They in my brain. They went into your brain. Now, this would be the government or the aliens? Government. The government. Maybe the aliens also. I, I can only tell you what I can tell you. You're not quite sure which ones affected you the most. Uh, 
E-T. 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 Entertainment. E-T. Yes. I was just curious. So the extraterrestrials affected you the most. E.T. Hey. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But look, okay. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you, brother. But I'm just saying, okay. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> look, okay, look, okay. Look at me. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, look, 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 man, look. We're going to have to go to, and we'll come back with a part two to this amazing subject and his. Look at me, And his interactions at. Look at me, human. With the, <laughs> with the aliens in Area 51. So please stay tuned to our next part of this, uh, you know, this, this is the next part of this chapter of this subject about the reptilians and is it morally right on, you know, moral high ground? Look at me, human. Welcome back to Moral High Ground. The subject today has been about aliens and the reptilians and we are talking to a man an individual professor leonard who was at area 51 who has contact with these aliens who has inside knowledge on what they want to relay to the humans on earth so with that being said professor leonard please once again let's let's get to the nitty-gritty of this let's talk about this alien conspiracy with the Area 51. You well, mentioned that, that Area 51 was originally in Roswell, New Mexico and moved to Arizona. Does that mean the new facility is called Area 52? Well, number one, when I first got in contact with aliens, I was in Long Beach, California. And we call it the LDC. Now, when I had contact, with these beings from the world, they went ahead and they surprised me by being so kind, polite, and etc. So, oh, one of them told me and they spoke in a different language, but he made it to where I could understand his language, and I still understand it. This is Basically, he told me that he can understand me, I can understand him. Now, these things are like not really disposed to normal humans because normal humans or regular humans aren't exposed to the language and the speech and the dialogue of what's really going on. So, when we have Dialogue. Okay. It is different. So, with this dialogue, once again, before you had mentioned that it was a form of telepathy as well as verbal uh, speech. Exactly. First off, it was telepathic. 
really just linked mind to mind. And the way we did that, and I didn't do it, he started it. And he linked my mind, his my mind. And he says, do you want to have a conversation? I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Because I was interested in his world, and he was interested in our world. Now, one question, sorry to interrupt you again. Now, you said this happened in Area 51. Well, at, well actually, you just said, mentioned it was in California. Right. But when you were in Area 51, were the aliens prisoners or were they comrades with the government? They are totally working with the government. They're working with the government? Yes. And, you know, they try to stay shielded and stay undercover with the government and they don't want to be known worldwide at this particular time. Mm -hmm. So the thing that's happening is that they're working with the government and they're doing experiments on not only humans, they're doing experiments on animals and they're, they're doing a whole gang of stuff. Like cows, right? Oh, they've already done the cows. That, that's, that's all. Now, you know, as you know, if you do know, they're working and experimenting on humans. On mentality, they're extracting parts, body parts, etc. These things I can't make up. I'm not making this shit up. Now, why would they want to extract things from humans. If you said earlier that uh, mankind and these creatures have coincided for many centuries since the beginning. And so with that being said, why now do they need to extract things from human DNA or the body anyway? They've been doing this for thousands of years. So this is- This is nothing new. Okay. So, what happens is, as the human body uh, uh, goes on, you know, it, it develops into a different uh, being. So, as they develop their technology, they develop, you know, different approaches to humans, animals, any species, bugs, flies, everything. So, what they do, this is what I was told. Okay. What they've been doing along the lines since they've been here, and they've been here for thousands of years, probably before we were here. What they do is, they construct their own, uh, how would I say, observation okay. of what they want to observe. So, once they go ahead and regulate, you know, their system of working out, you know, what they want to observe, what they want to go ahead and deal with, what they want to see, it becomes a whole different development. These things, to them, are very important. 
So, back to what you were saying. I'm sorry. Talking about time travel. No, 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 no. We were talking about aliens. And and you were talking about where we. These people, okay. Are you going to stop? They're called EVTs or extraterrestrials. Alright? These are extra biological entities. EBIs. What does EBI stand for? Extra biological entities. Okay. Now, they're everywhere. Right underneath your nose, probably. <laughs> Funny guy. So, here's my question These beings have mastered the form of space travel. Of course. How do they travel? That's easy. And if they've been around since the beginning, have they had technology to do this travel, or has it been more of a thing where they can pretty much teleport or something of that nature? They haven't been around since the beginning because they weren't here at the beginning. No one was here at the but of course. Number two, how they mastered travel, time travel, or mastering the way through the universe, took a long time. And what they did was they used reverse, they used reverse. Reverse gravity, reverse polarity, if you like. Okay. But it's, they call it reverse gravity. And how they did it was they would spin something in this gravity center. And they would have this machine that spins around and manufactures a way to like pull pull the universe pull gravity pull everything you mean pull pull uh, matter pull space and time so you're talking about you're talking about folding space and time basically Yes, which is, once again, I think, an Einstein theory of folding space. Well, the wormhole. Once, 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 it, it, once it starts spinning, it's very, yeah, damn, it's strong. And what it does is, it folds space and time and pulls it into, just say, a million, million miles, it'll pull it into a small section and then they're able to jump across the other side and then unfold it. So, just in sci-fi terms, 
Well, I'm just breaking it down for common folk that may not understand. But in sci-fi terms, you're talking Star Trek would be light speed, right? Basically. Or, or if not light speed, it's folding. It's folding space. It's folding space and time. Right. So, pretty much a point from point A to point B is a better way instead of drawing a straight line is to fold it. It actually folds space and time. Right, so a wormhole. It's not a wormhole. Well, I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying it. What happens is they they compress. They compress space and time. They compress space and time in the blink of an eye. They go over to the other side of it and then they let it go and then they're in another dimension. They're in another location. Well, look here. This is what I'm trying to explain from what you're saying. From point A here, which is a dot, okay, hmm. to point B, which is another dot, which is the fastest way to it. In scientific theories, you know, most people will say to draw a straight line. But instead, the best way to do it to get there oh, faster yeah, is to fold space, as you said. And you would get there. Most scientists, which is where... Stephen Hawking comes in, as well as Einstein himself, mm-hmm. what would become to go straight through with a wormhole after you fold space. Thank you. So, yeah, this is how you do it. I know how to do this shit. I might seem retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I may seem retarded. Well, Professor Leonard, I, I can't say you're retired or, or retarded or contradict anything he's saying. The thing I want to know and where we began this whole discussion and you wanting to come to talk to me today about this issue was about talking about the reptilians, which which is something I'm kind of, well, this is where we're going back to. Because my point, because we could talk about folding space and time, Time being ultimately in the stars. Give me two seconds. I gotta run upstairs and I'm gonna come back down and we're gonna deal with the. So, so here's what I wanna know. And the reptilians are something that's talked about a lot. Most of the time they're talked about with people pretending to be regular humans that are really reptilians. Uh, It was said that Hillary Clinton is a reptilian. Drake is a reptilian, even Rihanna, uh, and certain other peoples. Do you believe that this is possible? No, it's true. Which part of it? All of it. Who is the reptilians? The reptilians are uh, a a race of beings that are shapeshifters. You understand? They can pose as regular humans, uh, shape shift into different uh, looking beings. Now, with that being said, in the 80s, there was a show, and I think you know where I'm going with this. This show was called The V. And in The V, there was reptilians. And the reptilians did exactly what is said about shape shifting into other people. They made a modern day version with that hot chick that played Supergirl in Smallville. So, 
which I thought was awesome. Plus the other chick, she's a hottie too. I can't remember her name. Those are magically delicious mamas and they can have my money anytime they want it. And, and it's not a lot of money and I know they're wealthy, but I can be their mental support and... They need nothing from you. Okay. Professor Leonard, can you explain how you became, how you altered into this normal society way of thinking into a way of thinking out of the norm, maybe open-minded to the point to where you became part of your own experiment? Because number one, the humans are very simple. Once we understand how you react, how you play, how you work, how you think, it becomes uh, just a political partial play and activity for the mentality of higher learning, higher being, higher understanding. So, I'm just saying like a mad scientist in a way, you kind of... You did the research, you were curious, you discovered these creatures, you were able to go to Area 51, and the result was you were not the same man you were once when before. Now you're something that was more in touch with these creatures, something more... Mm, we don't call them creatures. We well, call them human beings just like we are. How can they be human if they're... Reptilian. They're not human as far as same uh, DNA, but they're human as far as mentality and as far as their research and how they work and how they want to play. Give me a, okay, what planet do the reptilians come from? What origin of space? Centauri it's is the Alpha galaxy. Centauri. That's the galaxy and below us. It's Alpha Centauri, right? And it is the third star from Alpha Centauri Central. Okay. Alpha Centauri has been spoken of. Well, actually, it's the only galaxy close enough to the Milky Way galaxy, and it's spoken a lot about in many different science discussions. I know where they're from. I've spoken to them. It's Alpha Centauri. Let's go back to what you said earlier about these creatures that look like monsters and the majority of them are gigantic dinosaur-looking creatures. Are these dinosaur-looking creatures the reptilians? I didn't say gigantic. You did. Okay. Well, I'm asking you, are the dinosaur-looking ones you mentioned... They were here. Are they, they the reptilians? Here. They were here while we were here, and they terrorized the fuck out of humans. It's an environment. So those are the ones that are not friendly or, and are not trying to save the Earth. Well, of course not. 
These were what we call demons in the Bible. Mm. Yeah. And so they this reptilian, they looked like fucking giant lizards. Look it up, dude. And so the bones we find are not really dinosaurs. They are, they are these people that once came from the stars and came to Earth and, you know, dealt with us. And they tried to take over our planet. And from what the Bible says, God took over and said, no, you're not going to take this planet from them. So here's the thing, and this is why I was saying when we first started this tonight, uh, that the Bible may have ties with this reptilian and alien. <laughs> it totally does. A, well, with this alien uh, discussion here, there's a part in the Bible I remember where Jesus talks about crushing the snake with in the back of the head with the heel of the foot. Now, with that being said, there is a certain way people kill by crushing someone in the back of the neck with the, the heel of their foot. And it's done in movies and stuff too. So the thing I'm saying is, was that a message on how to kill these certain aliens? You can kill them just like you can kill anything else. So it's pretty much just like a regular... Yeah, see, once they were running and they were trying to get away, that's the fucking stomp them. Your God guy, calm down. And I, I understand. So I'm just saying that the yeah, biblical. Trying to get away. The, and we stomped the fuck out of them. In the back of the head, uh, in the neck, the, the throat, the, the whatever, you know, back of the neck. So they this were, is how they got stomped out. So they were trying to get away from us. That. Yeah, because we finally went ahead and we got, you know, God gave us enough power to override these assholes. So we had them on the run and they thought they could get away. We knew we had to kill these sons of bitches. So, Where did the power come from? The power came from God, Jehovah. Exactly what is the power? Okay. The power is number one, information. Power number two is strength in your own body and your materialism. So getting the light, the glow. You already have life. No, light. Light? Yes. The only light really is God and the angels. They give us enough light just to see what we need to do. Once we see what we need to do, then we can get the power to go ahead and uh, aggress what we have to do. Is there angels in Area 51? Angels? In Area 51? Area 51 is a fucking nightmare. Explain it's just, why it's a nightmare to you. Because it's just a giant experimental. Uh, there's. Have you been on the radar by the CIA, FBI, and Homeland Security after your involvement with 
Area 51. Still And are your claims discredited by these people? No, because they know I know. Do you feel that you are in danger by exposing these people at the moment? No, because they already know I know. And besides that, I haven't been freaking blasting this shit to the freaking uh, television or no shit like that. Well, right now you're on a podcast, so it's quite similar to any... And I still don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like I say, man, look, I'm 56 years old. And you're recent. I'm not worried about dying. I'm not worried about these motherfuckers doing something to me. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about is, you know, this world dying out uh, for no good reason. Other than that, fucking my life is my life. How do we stop the extinction of Earth? You can't. So it's destined to happen regardless. Yes. These people that are able to bend space and time, are they able to reset the clock? No. Are they, have they traveled to the future to see the results of our... Yes. And so with that traveling, they have not been able to come up with a solution on how to postpone judgment day. No. And there's a reason why. If they mess with products of time, it'll change a bunch of shit that they can't flip and, you know, control. Well, that's somewhat true because, but the thing is, when it comes to time travel, there's set, set moments in time that you cannot alter. That does not mean you can't alter certain events in time, but you, can, you can't alter those set points in time. So, in, for instance, Washington going over to Delaware cannot be altered because it will stop the foundation that was created called the Americans. Okay? You know what's fucked up? I'm going to tell you something right now. Yes. I can go ahead and prevent Washington from crossing the Delaware, but you wouldn't be aware of it because it wouldn't happen. You understand? But then that would make a whole bunch of different changes. Exactly. Like, for instance, well, Benedict Arnold wouldn't be glorified in England. He would probably be sitting pretty here in America as a Republican or a Democrat. That's oh, if that's that's if I they stop that son of a bitch. My my thing is, there's certain things that you're you're not allowed to change. What? That they're they're okay. Let me try to tell you something just real quick without interrupting me. Sorry. There are rules to time travelers. You know, we have rules. And, you know, you have to abide by those because it'll alter, alter things and fuck stuff up. And you will get in big trouble if you cross the line on any one of these time barriers. You will get in huge trouble. That's what I'm saying. Well, who do you get in trouble with? <laughs> the creators. Which is God, right? Yes, 
But there is not just one. There are creators. So, so now... The creators. The creators the, are the, separate from the God. The beings that created everything that you see, know, think, feel, smell, taste, everything. Are these creators corporeal? Are they what? You're the one that's supposed to be a professor. How come you do not know these words? Purporeal. Purporeal? I'm just saying. Are they. Are these beings. These are super intelligent and physical. culture is different from ours. But I mean physical beings. Are they physical beings? No, not necessarily. I mean, they have a physical structure, but, you know. They can they can materialize, dematerialize. They have you asking, do they have like a human body? Yes, that's no. my question. Because we all know that they God have, Almighty. They have a spiritual. They have a, a, a damn. It's hard to freaking point this out to you. They have an energy. Okay, this is the best way I can describe it. They have an energy. A power that is in a circle, all right, and it revolves, it rotates. They have an energy that's a circle, and what they think happens. It's the best way I can describe it to you. So, this circle of energy is it a sphere? It's a sphere, yeah, it's a ball. But it's huge. It's bigger than what I can freaking show you. What? Okay, when you say huge, uh, give me an example of the huge, hugest thing it looks like. A <laughs> hundred times the size of this planet. Jupiter. At least Jupiter ain't shit compared to the uh, to the orbs that they hold, and they hold them. They actually physically hold these orbs, and they do what they want when they want. Mm. No, and it's a trick because once you know they put something in their mind and they go, okay, well, I'm gonna do this, and. They just think it, and it happens. Do you believe that all these beings have embedded themselves or bred with human DNA? Some. Some have. Some have. Some were, they fell in love with beautiful women down here. And even though uh, should have been allowed. They came down anyway. And it was like bang, 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 bang. So now you're talking Genesis 6, where the sons of God found the daughters of men beautiful and made wives of them. And the they, angels came down. Yes, I know Genesis 6 very well. <laughs> the Nephilims were born because of yeah, this. The Nephilims. And. Yes, the Nephilims were born, and yeah, they, the they are the heroes of men of renounce, which means 
They were not heroes. They were assholes. No, if if you if walked around, stomping around, blowing up shit, beating up people, destroying man, fuck the devil. Okay, Uh, but my point is, I'm quoting Bible passage, so they say the Nephilim were here in those days and after. And so that means the time before the flood and after the flood, as well as meaning that the Nephilim were the heroes of men of renown, is what it says, which means they weren't heroes. Which means they were. Where'd you get that? It's in the Bible. Which they weren't heroes. Listen, listen, listen. The men of renown means people who believe in mythological belief. So that would make the Nephilim, Zeus, Hera, whatnot. But all the gods are actually named after the Nephilims. There are still Nephilim walking around on this planet. And where do these Nephilims reside? You have to look around, though. Yes. You see, when you see these super tall... Shaq. When you see super tall motherfuckers... Their descendants and, is the and Nephilim. you see in their eyes, this is how you can tell. Listen to me. When you see these demons, some ones that they try to look right through you, they try to look through you, and they look at you, and they look at you like with like they just they can just see through you, and they're tall. These are the Nephilim. The Nephilim are in hiding. The next one can't be out among the freaking humans. They can't be out among us because we would know and figure them out right now. So they are hidden. They stay hiding. These are real facts. Now, as you're saying this, you're pointing down. So are they in the earth as well? Yes. You're underground. And you believe they're in the earth as well as these... Uh, what'd you say the other aliens that live inside the earth the aliens have their own freaking place they don't need to be here on earth most of them are on the moon okay tell you the truth most of them are on the moon you know and they can travel back and forth and freaking blink an eye is the moon so it, the moon has so many bases on it. So that's what I was going to say. So the moon is a big space space for aliens to meet up. Kind of like the one of the old diners and old TV Thank shows. You. The moon is like Earth to, to, to aliens. The moon is like Earth to some humans. The moon is a place where they got, they got air, food, water. Da, 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 da. The moon is not just this desolate freaking vacuumed out space. The moon is very different than what they tell people. Well, I know the other side is supposed to be hollow or something inside. The Russians oh, the dropped... Definitely hollow the, Jeff, the Russians uh, uh, knocked moon, something. The moon is for sure hollow inside. And the moon had rung like a bell. Has, the moon has beams inside that son of a bitch. That's where they freaking have... One of their biggest inhabitants is inside the moon. The moon is hollow. But okay, so the moon is like that bar in Star Wars. 
The moon is an artificial thing that was brought to this planet. Yes, okay, now, now, now you're hitting a, a thing where in my religious studies, <clears throat> or should I say my, well, just, I'm a researcher as well, so but, but, but my religious studies say that there's a time before the moon. Yes. And so you're saying the time before the moon is when the aliens put the moon there. Yes. As a way to have communication with us. That's the way they wanted to control us, control the planet, and etc. Yes, there was a time where there was no moon. Okay, the moon was brought here. It was driven here. And it ran out of gas. No, it didn't run out of gas. They stopped here on purpose. Okay, I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to, okay, <laughs> I had a look on your face, okay, yeah. but I'm just saying, what, okay, 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 that's all I'm saying is that there's, there's different cultures and religion that believe there was a time before the moon, and they talk about the moon not being a part of this earth, and so that, so I'm saying that the goes, was driven here from Alpha Centauri. And it was parked here. What aliens parked it here? The Alpha Centauris. And they are? They're Alpha Centauris. They're aliens. They're from a different planet, different solar system. Right. This Alpha Centauri is a solar system. The moon was driven here. The moon was not always here. Right. I know this. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying it goes together with what you're saying about it being put here because I'm saying in other cultures believe that there was a time before the moon. So which means you might be 100% correct along with the ancient people of Earth. That's all I'm saying. Thank you. The moon is an artificial satellite on uh, orbiting our Earth. That controls our seas. Oh, it, it does a little. It, it, it makes some waves. But without it, it, we would do still just fine. Our seas would do just fine. We don't need the fucking moon. So, then now this the question that I've thought about when I read this stuff in, in, in certain cultures is why do they bother doing witchcraft? witchcraft? Well, they pray to the moon. Okay, some people worship things. Some people worship things that they don't quite understand. Yeah, I know that one. And when weirdos do weirdo shit, uh, they do weirdo shit. Now, one of the reasons why they worship the sun, the moon, is because that's something that, that they can see every day and they can go, wow, what is it? It's a fucking ball of fire, dumbass. She's <laughs> a cold man. Well, you know, they, they, they worship things because they want something to believe in. And this is as real as I can get with you. They worship stupid shit because they want something to believe in. Something to take away from God. Well, they want something to give to themselves. Uh, 
right? They want to go, okay, I have a God. He's the sun. He's the stars. He's the moon. He's, he's that rock. This is what it is. They want something to put inside their heart to go ahead and make themselves feel secure about themselves. Makes sense. It makes sense. So, the reptilians are earthbound. The reptilians have been here for a very, very long time. The reptilians are one of the things that transformed this planet. Morning. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. You too. Reptilians are some of the beings that transform this planet and what it is right now. This planet was very different. Where did they go to the bathroom? Where did they go to the bathroom? <laughs> I just got to ask the question. That's so easy. Where the hell they want to? <laughs> I'm just saying, I know I threw it off and messed the whole thing up. Let's talk about your research. Where does your research begin? My research began back in 1966. And what was the basis of your research? The basis of my research was alien contact. And you made that contact, right? Of course I did. What year was it you made contact with the aliens? 1967. So a year later. Yes. And and this is when you came across, well, this is before you went to. I was young. I was just a baby, basically. And you made contact with these aliens, and then later on, Area 51 came into play. What year was it when you went to Area 51? Area 51 has been in place forever. No, I mean, when did you first go there? Oh, this was uh, in the 80s. Okay, 80. It was like 88. Okay. What? Good morning. 88, and then what happened? Well, I wanted to figure out what was really going on because once I tried to contact these extraterrestrial beings, you know, they actually contacted me back. And that was in 88? Yeah. That, it began in 88. And you started out real slow, real like, you know, I was thinking I was hallucinating. And once they revealed themselves to you. They let you know where they were and that was Area 51. Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, Area 51 is nothing compared to the base on the moon and some bases right here on this planet. So Area 51 shit compared to the bases on the moon, the bases that we have on the ground here in the United States. It ain't nothing compared to what we have. We have, we have, we've been dealing with them for a long time. So what is the message that you want to tell the people of the world about these creatures, our beings? Beings, they're not creatures, creatures, describes uh, like an animal. And these are human-like beings. Humanoids. 
humans, and they're they're far beyond um, you know what we believe that we know. And so, how far behind are we on technology? If they have to be very advanced, if they oh, can fold turn. How far are we away from getting their technology? Oh my god. Thousands of years. Still thousands. Thousands of years. So it's still thousands of years. We're so behind their technology. We're so behind what they can do with their brain that it's unimaginable. They can mentally transport stuff. They can actually, mentally, take that chair and put it over there, just with your mind, and, and, and it doesn't hurt. It's just, it's just something that they have the capability of doing. So these things are, you know, relative to uh, how far advanced and how long that that you live. We, this earth has only been here for so long. Their planet or planets with an S, their planets have been around for millions of years. And they can go from one planet to another to another to another, jump their asses here, deal with us, and then disappear. How long how old is Earth? What do they say how old Earth is? Uh, it'll be 1,000 years old. So it really isn't. It's not very old. So there's, there's cultures that believe that it's only 50,000 years old. It's yeah. like 34,000 years old. Because a, a little man in a boat sailed from China to Japan 50,000 years ago. This is what they believe. And if that's the case, then Earth was only about 50,000 years old. Okay, check this out. If the little man that was 50,000 years old. No, no, that's how long ago it happened. Okay. 50,000 years ago. And how old was the little man? Well, seeing how many stories go with a guy in a boat and traveling to another land, I recommend that it, it has, well, I don't recommend. I believe in some cases that they're all talking about Noah and Noah's boat. And so if, yes. And they say that this guy traveled from China, went to Japan and created the Japanese people. They also say the same thing in Hawaii and other cultures around the world that a little guy sailed on the boat with his family and created their people. Now we know the whole spread of the Tower of Babel the Tower of Babel must have spread up so far around the world that they didn't know exactly where the boat landed. Do you know what the word Babel means? Yes, it means the Babel. It means talking crazy. Right, Babel. Yeah, soccer Babel. Exactly. Yeah. So, now. And it also means Babylonia. No, Babylonian means a place. In Babylonia. Right. So, just to wrap this episode up, sir, uh, 
We can't do it. I don't enjoy our conversation. <laughs> well, we're getting short on time. We can go maybe another five. But my question is this. Will they reveal themselves to the world? Sure. When will that happen? They already have. You have to pay attention to what the other dimension has already shown this planet. There are things that have already happened. Are you in communication right now with aliens? Yes. Which ones? I just told you, dude. The Pleiadians, the Articulans. I've talked to them all, dude. I mean, because they're not, they're not angry with me. They're not angry with this world. Otherwise, they would have moved this motherfucker up a long time ago. So. Pleiadians, that's why you should hang out with them. Now, who are the Pleiadians? Explain. Elaborate. The Pleiadians are from Pleiadia. That's a star or a planet. Right to the right. If you go outside and you look up to the west, it's right there. That's part of the Pleiades. It's a planet called Pleiadia. Okay. So based off the stars that they're aligned with, uh, you're talking about astrologically, like the Big Dipper. Astrologically, this planet is called Pleiadia. Look it up on your phone. And it's, it's, it's directly right there. And that's what I've been hanging out with because, you know, I, I asked for this. I asked for it. And I'm like, okay, well, if, if there's really anything Now, do you think that they are more superior than the reptilians? They're not reptilians. No, but I mean, do you think they're superior to the reptilians? Well, that's a hell of a question because, you know, there hasn't been war between the two. Hmm. So, superiority isn't unnecessary question because if, if if the reptilians fought the Pleiadians um I don't think they would what? they would because they would destroy each other that's just like Russia nuclear America and America nuclear Russia nuclear deterrence Right, nuclear elimination. We would both die. Right. So that's why they don't fight. You know, 
I mean, they, they communicate back and forth at times about different star systems, but they don't they don't have differences to 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 to, to cause war because they know that they both have weapons of high destruction. Mm, yes, mass destruction weapons. And they both know where each other's planets are. So if, if you want to fuck with my planet, you know, we can, we can blow each other up, but, but where would that get us? So, the main question is, should people be looking for these creatures, these people, I'm sorry, these beings, should they be looking for them? All you have to do is communicate with them. And you say it's telepathy, uh, not telepathy, some form of mind control that they can communicate. Telepathic. We're already doing it, dude. <laughs> already telepathically relay messages. You're already communicating with beings from other worlds that, you know, that want to be friends. They, they don't want no trouble. How do you know this? With that being said, how many people that they look at during the day? Well, it depends on how many are on location. Do they use platforms like TikTok to study human uh, behavior? Most of them are pretty much invisible. Especially in their crafts. In their crafts, even walking around. They can either appear human or they can appear invisible. But all they do most of the time is just watch mankind, write their notes, and do what they do to go ahead and further their agenda. Which is? Their agenda is to study every location uh, that they can reach. So that's Earth, uh, Mars, uh, <laughs> everywhere. And I mean, they've grown in size. They've grown in size to where their numbers are pretty large. And their capability of Going from place to place, that means from planet to planet, has grown extensively. Okay. So, now, they just pretty much do what they want to in the locations that they can reach. Alright. Well, it all sounds very good and it's just, what it is is the fact that you know a lot about these beings and you said you spent time with them, but how is society affecting them? I know most people will ask the opposite question and ask how the aliens will be affecting society, but I'm asking how... Society affects the aliens? Yes. By <laughs> because they look at us like, or they look at this planet, like, what the fudge? <laughs> we, we can't affect them. 
They have so much power, so much technology. If they wanted to wipe this thing out, they could do it in a moment. So we're not affecting them. You know. Yeah, they're affecting they're us. They're affecting us. Okay. Well, Professor Luna, this has been an interesting subject, and we will touch again on this next week. Um, I'd like to thank you for your knowledge on your research, as well as uh, extraterrestrial species, and I guess you would say interterrestrial species, as well as these reptilians that I wanted to talk about because it is a well-known subject in uh, society today. With that being said, this is Moral High Ground. Peace be with you all and blessings upon you always. Until next time. God bless.